Pat Francis, again, blowing my mind. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Hi, I'm Christine Blackburn. And hello, Christine. Hi, Pat. It's just the two of us tonight. We're, I know. It's a Sunday evening. It's about, uh, well, that clock's wrong because of daylight savings time. That should now be uh, a little after five. A little after five little on after a Sunday. Five. Daylight out, bright, shiny, nice day it's in lovely. LA. Lovely, yeah. And we are here to... Uh, talk about the pretenders i can't even tell you how honored i am to be to represent these guys because well, I, pretenders have been no well this is one of my uh, mainstay bands yeah. since i was a teenager i mean it's just like the to me it's like always been like the definition of rock and roll mm-hmm. females yeah do you know what i mean i mean it was joan jett of course and there were some other people but then chrissy hine just broke through so many ceilings and i guess maybe the fact that she was from akron ohio i'm from pittsburgh same sort of uh, mm-hmm. you know so, sort of region in the country and she just really made something of herself and still she's one of rock and roll's greatest voices and and songwriters because like yeah. un- unlike joan who doesn't really write the hits that joan has are usually covers mm-hmm. but chrissy writes these songs yeah she does amazing and i love i, I always say I used to say Robin Zander was my favorite uh, voice in rock and roll because I love Cheap Trick. But Chrissy has taken over because she just hasn't lost a step. She hasn't. And her voice sounds just the same yeah. now as it did then. Because I saw her at the Forum. And so, so did recently I. Recently. Yep. And with it was Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, which is funny because we did Stevie Nicks last time. So I'm all about powerful women in rock yeah. and roll. And uh, Mike Siegel was with me that night. Mm-hmm. I wish and, I would have um, seen you guys. <laughs> What's funny, you just don't know who's going to be there. I know, and I was by myself. And also, you know, there's 15,000 other people there. Yeah. Have you ever run into... Well, I guess now and then you could run into somebody. Yes, I have concert, actually seen people at, at, the, at concerts. I've seen, though, at, like at the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. or where people are actually kind of up and mingling, and you can look around clear and yeah. see people. Maybe the Greek. The Greek, exactly. Yeah. But at the Forum, it, seem, it still seems mm-hmm. like a bit of a dark stadium, yeah. round circle, and you know you can't really know where anybody else is unless yeah. you walk around that circle, and then they're walking around the circle, right. and you miss them. Right. Whereas if you're at the bowl, you can literally stand up and look around. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, there you go. I made a good point. You made a good point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chrissy was amazing that night. Yeah, she sure was. And again, like you said, doesn't miss a step in her voice. <laughs> Another person I saw that just blew me away was Cat Stevens a couple of years ago downtown at the Nokia Theater Live or whatever it's called. And, uh, you know, Cat Stevens in 2016 sounded exactly like Cat yeah, Stevens 1970. Amazing. I mean, there's no difference. Especially since he's he had such a long period of time Gone. Away from doing it. Absent, so he completely. must have been still maintaining his uh, instrument, singing-wise. Yeah, or he's just, he has just that phenomenal. gift. People yeah. have gifts like that, and then they just open their mouth and it comes out. Yeah, I've seen The Pretenders so many times. Uh, no kidding. This is funny. The first How down, lucky you are. I saw them on the Learning to Crawl tour, and at Pittsburgh, it was at, 
the Stanley Theater. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I was in Pittsburgh, and I my first concert was at mm-hmm. the Stanley Theater, yeah. and it was Molly Hatchet. <laughs> Woo! My first concert ever. Second concert, Stray Cats, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. You can um, see the Stray Cats this summer again. Uh, can you believe it? Everybody, they're coming back. I know. But what I want to tell you about, um, okay, so learning to crawl. Well, we're going to get into all the yeah, all we're the albums. Start from and the stuff. beginning and go through the whole deal. But I just want to say, well, I was in college in, say, let's say it was 85 or mm-hmm. something, and the Pretenders were coming to Pittsburgh. They just played in Denver, or maybe it was the other way around. The point is, is they were coming to Pittsburgh, and then one of her drummers died. And then they canceled <sighs> the tour that, you know, it was, it was over. Yeah. Then I, I, we had all get reimbursed for our tickets, and we didn't get to see them. So that time, mm-hmm. I would have killed to have seen her. So the only time I've seen Chrissy Hind is by herself. It wasn't with the Pretenders. The, um, until? Until this, until the forum. Yeah. My uh, my uncle, my mom's brother, he used to buy me albums when I was in you know eighth, seventh, eighth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. But he would buy me albums of bands that he liked. Yeah. And so I would get um, like I remember one year he got me all these albums and I didn't like any of them. And when I tell you what they are, you're gonna freak out that I didn't like any of them because they were all amazing. So it was Led Zeppelin. Yes. No, no, no. Because <laughs> now I love them. But he got me he got me the first Pretenders album. He got me. Um, uh, talking Heads uh, Remain in Light. Wow. And he got me Elvis Costello, uh, My Aim is True. And he got me Patti Smith Easter. Oh, my God. And he got me, and he got me a two-disc uh, Steely Dan Greatest Hits. Now, that wasn't what I was listening to back then. And so I wasn't even willing to yeah. really listen. Give it your ear. Give yeah. it my ear. Now I love all those albums. Of course. But, um, but the Pretenders one did stick out. N- not until... Wow. It really didn't, I didn't start to get into Pretenders until maybe their second album or Learning to Crawl. And then, then I went back and then I'm like, how did I not listen to this first album? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So good. And do you say The Pretenders or do you just say Pretenders? It's just Pretenders. It's just Pretenders. There is no article. I, I agree with you. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. But if you were to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they were inducted in 2005. Okay. It would just say Pretenders. Yep. And it should say Ramones. What's frustrating, though, about Pretenders is Eagles. When, yeah. Oh, wow. True. Yeah. True. It, pretenders, when you Google Pretenders, mm-hmm. then it, it doesn't really, it doesn't come up until, yeah. until you do the pretenders, the pretenders, even though it's not. Right. Yeah. By the way, I have the iconic button for learning to crawl, and I meant to wear it tonight, and I forgot to, to put it on my shirt. Uh, but you remember the album cover was so specific, mm-hmm. the four of them. Yeah. So okay, we should get to we should get to. Well, it's your show. Why don't you lead us? Uh, I do this every time. That's, well, it's hard because you're a podcaster, oh so, and I do it when I'm on someone else's podcast. It's hard to yeah. It's hard to step back and not be in host mode when in, you're in, yeah when and you're, moving it along. Yes, like and moving it along. Yeah, sorry. But uh, so the pretenders have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 studio albums, working on an 11th right now. Which is fantastic. And uh, we're going to go through it. And then I have, I'm going to be filling in some gaps along the way with some uh, single, some like. Individual some stuff. Movie stuff. Did. Yeah, some yeah. movie stuff. Because she did stuff with like Frank Sinatra yeah. and Bono and Cher. And I don't have any of that stuff. Oh, okay. But I have all okay. this other, they did so many soundtrack yeah. songs. Yeah, and I have a did. bunch of those. But I'm not going to play them all. But and I have they, a bunch they of them. And they had like four compilation albums mm-hmm. and three live albums. So I mean, this yep. is like a band that just keeps working. No doubt about it. Now, we will start with you, but this first album, oh, it's so difficult to pick two songs. Because mm. literally, every song is good. 1979, it came out. And this was their first signal. This different, listen to me. This was their first single, Stop Your Sobbing. 
produced by Nick Lowe. Produced by Nick Lowe and actually not written by Chrissy Hine. In fact, written, it was a Kinks song from 1964. And it's just the Pretenders version is so much better. And I understand it's just something different. But uh, there's no way. I'm sure Ray was very happy with this version. Ray Davies. Yeah, well. So happy that they would have a baby later. Yeah, that's true. So (laughs) I have that written down, actually. Yes, it's true. Uh, He came along, had a relationship with Chrissy, and they, in fact, had a, a daughter. Yes, they did. So it's exciting. Here, stop your sobbing. It is time for you to stop all of the sobbing. Yes, it is time for you to stop all of the sobbing. Oh, there's one thing you've got to do to make me still want you. Gotta stop seven hours, stop seven hours. Yes, yes. Like, how could you not sing along with that song, man? It's the rare cover that is better than the original. Oh, my god! In my opinion. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I love that so much. And then the heavy tambourine. So it's kind of like yeah. this blend of acoustic rock. Not, it's, not, it's not acoustic, but it's just that, you know, you know me, Pat. I like a lot of guitar. I like a lot of rhythm. Mm-hmm. I just like rock and roll. And that is just a perfect get up off your chair, man, and get yep. into it. And by the way, the band at this time is Chrissy Hine, Martin Chambers, Pete Farndon, and James Honeyman Scott. Not for long. Not for long, Which was sadly. unfortunate. So yeah. this was 1979. Now, the second single is the one I want you to play. And this song, you know, it's called Kid. Oh, we're going to take turns. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I already messed up. Okay, you're going. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. Sorry. So when I saw them at the Stanley Theater, uh, the alarm opened up, and then it was... Uh, it was the pretend, it was pretenders and Chrissy's eye makeup uh, by the end of the show was just a mess. The mascara was all down her face, yeah. all sweaty. And she said, we're going to do one more. What do you want to hear? And I yell at the top of my lungs, tattooed love voice. Wow. I don't know if she heard me or if she heard someone else, but they did play wow. tattooed love voice. So I like to think That's exciting. that she heard me. So here we go. A good time was guaranteed for one and all the tattoos. Target practice in the hall while we're paying for their number to get called out. I, 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 I found out what the was about. I was a good time. Yeah, I got pretty good. Changing tires upstairs, bro. I shot my mouth off and you showed me what that holds. That line, when I first heard this album, I was like, felt like I was hearing something so dirty that I shouldn't hear. When she says, I shot my mouth off and you show me what that hole was for. Oh my God. I was just like, what, what the (laughs) hell? What did she say? This is crazy. Wow. She is such... When I shot my mouth off. It's stronger than rock and roll. It's <laughs> aggression, almost in a way yes. that Mick Jagger can be aggressive. Yep. I mean, just in just a go after it like a tiger, I will rip your fucking head mm-hmm. off way. And she was always like that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there was no like... That's why I say she's my favorite vocalist. I don't say she's my favorite female vocalist. Yeah. She's head and shoulders above everyone in my opinion well and in later songs and other songs where she just wails it out for a second or she'll make like this cat sound Mm -hmm. or she'll just like she just has it in her or sing a ballad and bring you to tears which will happen soon yeah absolutely that'll happen 
All right, your next song, Christine. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, the song Kid. It's their second single, uh, released again in 1979. And it's so pretty, and it's such an emotional song. And now later in my life, because I have a child. You have a kid. I think about, well, because that's what, you know, she's talking about in the song, you know? Kid, what changed your mood? You've gone all sad, so I feel sad too. I think I know some things we never outgrow. You think it's wrong. I can tell you you do. But how can I explain when you don't want me to? Mm-hmm. It gets so beautiful. Yeah, it and is. it's so true. Like, how can I explain when you don't want me to? Like, I try to talk to my daughter. You know, she's 12. She's going through puberty, sometimes whatever. Sometimes they don't want to hear it. Well, she does not. Not sometimes. <laughs> never does she want to hear it from me. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, seriously, it's the reason why like, I do a lot of storytelling in town and I do a lot of, you know, I'm doing the solo show and stuff because I feel like some of this has to be archived because there are things I want her to know, yeah, uh, stories I want to tell her, things I want her to know about life, and God forbid something happens to me, I want a record of this stuff, and yeah. I want her to know I was thinking about her. And I think I might just include the song Kid. Well, make sure that people that. know where to uh, find this stuff to make sure she can find it. Oh, she knows. Oh, she knows. All right. She knows. All right, here we go, kid. Such a cool guitar. Such a beautiful song, and I'll tell you, it like brings tears to my eyes. Like there is, I can't think of any other rock and roll song that like puts these things together, like this um, perplexing situation Mm -hmm. of being a rock and roll star and being a mother. Yeah. So she's a mother. She loves her child. It came out of her body. She probably nursed her child, whatever. And then she, but she's a rock and roll star. Right. So kid, I gotta, I gotta do this, you know. And it's just, um, I've just, it reminds me of sitting in the backseat of my mom's car, yet I could listen to this song today and I could cruise down PCH and be just as like carefree. Yep. Like it's just, just something about that's it. That's the so beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. So there's a sadness and then there's a tenderness and then there's a, you know, it's like that Roy Orbison sound of yeah. those guitars that are so melodic and um, oh, I love that song. And I mean... Chrissy Hines' kids just think she's their mom. They don't know that they have the coolest mom ever. Ever. She only has one daughter. How many kids does she have? She has two. I think her and Jim Kerr, if I'm saying his name right, from Simple Minds, I think they also have a daughter. Wow. Yeah. God, I hope they're talented kids. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they Gotta be. Uh, Now, I could, again, I could have picked any other, I could have picked any of these songs, but I chose a song called The Weight. I don't even know the lyrics to this song. I can't decipher them. I guess I could look them up online. Yeah. But it's just a hard rocking, just fast singing, and okay, I just wait. Love I have it. I have a parallel song for you oh, if you okay. want to do title fight. Um, wasn't the weight is um, you knew as well. Uh, the band. Yeah, the band. Yeah, take you're a right. load off me. So there, you got two right there. There we go. <laughs> we just did a title fight, but not really. But we did. It's but a not gift. Really. It's a gift. The weight. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm gonna 
So when this is on in the car, I never sing along because I don't know what I'm. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, but, but I just looked it ever, up. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you ever look up song lyrics? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. It said, uh, "said the weight child, magic child, work it on out now, work it." See, I can't even read yeah. it, let alone yeah. say it. Uh, the weight child, pinball child, pool hall child hurts. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. I love. It's crazy. Um, you know, now I really like hip hop actually, and I love to go home and and uh, look up a Post Malone song or whatever, and then just <laughs> sing along. Seriously, I love that because it's like that fast wordplay and, and figure and it out. What, and that's what she's doing here. It's yeah, she fast, definitely is fast, hard hitting wordplay. I love it. Now the next album is Pretenders Two, but before Pretenders Two came out, they got a an EP out called Pretenders Extended Play. Oh, I'm not sure I knew that. Yes, and. The next two songs that you're going to play from Pretenders 2, I'm not going to say what they are. Okay. But those songs were on the extended play first. Okay. So I'm going to play the other two songs that are on extended play. So there were four on it. There are four songs. And the first song, well, two songs that everyone knows, and we'll be playing them, but this one is called Porcelain. And it's just a, um, it's just an instrumental, but it's cool. So uh, it has that surf rock. Yep. I mean, don't you just think you're at the beach? I mean, Absolutely. It's like, it's like fast. And now the next one's called Cuban Slide. Actually, five songs. There was also a live version of Precious was on this EP. Oh, wow. And then the two songs that you're going to play. But wait, real quick, that Cuban Slide one. Yes. Cuban Slide. Cuban Slide. So that kind of had like a, uh, like a ska thing to it. Or mm-hmm. what, what, a little bit. What, 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 yeah, but, but that gets more flavorful for her as well. I mean, it yeah. almost like a hand jive kind of thing at mm-hmm. the top. But then like that sounded like Pretenders. Yeah. Yeah, she does a little bit of everything. Yeah, I she mean, really does. We'll, we'll be getting into... More and more as we get going. Uh, Pretenders 2. 1981. And I got to tell you, uh, this song is so fantastic. Drummer Martin Chambers says that this song that you're about to hear, it was formed um, in the studio based on a, on a really rough rough idea that Chrissy had. And they usually always went into the studio with rehearsal time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with this song, Message of Love, they actually hadn't finished it and so they rehearsed it real quick in the studio they set it up and they had it down in two hours well here we go message of love now the reason we're here as man and woman to love each other Take care of each other When love walks in the room Everybody stand up Oh, it's good, good, good 
if I may, um, there's another lyric in the song that we're not going to hear right now, but mm-hmm. it, it's, we're all of us in this gutter, yeah. but some of us are looking at the stars, yep. which is Oscar Wilde. So she just pulls that out. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. And, and in the way her tone, you know, it's so low. Her, her voice is such like a low yep. alto sound. So when she sings that, when, you know, we're all of us in the gutter, it's just like. We all it's a great in lyric. The gutter. Like, and she almost like takes this. You know, she was like an, she almost takes like a guttural yeah, tone in, exactly. into her voice. Yeah. And you know, she moved to England, as I understand her, as I read. I think she was maybe seventeen or eighteen years old. Moved to England, and that's what? where she picked up the first three members of the Pretenders yeah. of her band. What balls this woman had! That's what I mean. And so she's got that hardcore English. Uh, Piccadilly Circus, there's a thing going on. You could see mm-hmm. Chrissy Hind walking around yeah. or Trafalgar Square. You could just see her in black leather, high boots, you know, some uh, some uh, bedazzled something around right. there. You know what I mean? You could just see her because yep. she is the epitome of English, of rock, of mm-hmm. coolness, you know, just hardcore. Like, you would never think that she was from... Ohio. That's what I'm saying. So she changes from this yeah. Akron, Ohio girl, mm-hmm. which is, to me is similar to me, Pittsburgh. It's yeah. Midwest, St. Louis, yeah. whatever, Chicago. World, it's all very similar. But she takes it even further than, than well, we did. And I wonder about her childhood, you know? So what made her split so fast? Mm-hmm. Or who gave her permission to just go to England? Or what was so wrong here? Could she not find her truth here? Like, uh, could she not find her people here? Yeah, she probably just loved that British invasion sound so much she wanted to go find it. So true. That's so true. Yeah. And then she she's put herself in the middle of it. It's mm-hmm. like, you want to be an actor? Just put yourself in Los Angeles. Yep. What's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> but you're, you'll you're, find well, out. I do know you're going to fail. But that's not the point. <laughs> but you're also going to succeed, too. You've had successes in acting. I have had successes. I have. Yes. I've had a television show. I've had uh, many, many, many commercials. So I have had success. You have to embrace those successes. Ex- of course. Of I mean, course, you, can, you can come out here and, and, and of course, when you come out here, your dream is to be, you know, Adam Sandler or someone from the cast of Friends or someone huge. But if, if that doesn't happen, you have to embrace whatever little successes, medium successes, and sometimes big successes that you've had. You know what I mean? Well, I hear what you're saying, but I will say this. I never intended to be, you know, um, like a Julie Louise Dreyfus uh-huh. or Amy Poehler or Tina Fey. Okay. What I want to do is fruitful labor. So what I do well, I would like to be paid for. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I understand that. I pay the electric bill. I've got right. a child. You know, yes. Chrissy Hind, you know, remember yes. that, the line coming up in one of her songs, you know, I, I got a kid, I, I'm 33. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? I got a kid, I'm 53. So what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, let's come on me. You know, you know what I mean? So I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking about being at a certain level. I'm talking about fruitful labor. And I just wish everybody so, had that opportunity. That you get paid for the talent and the job that you're great at doing. Exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately in Los Angeles, just because you're good at something or mm-hmm. because you've had success before, before it just, just does not equate to future. Right. Your successes, and so it's always a hustle. At least it is for me. It's always a hustle, and so you have to you have to not be able to really do anything else, Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to just embrace rejection and thick, yeah, thick skin, big time. Thick skin, and then also in my for me personally, it's like creating my own content. Mm -hmm. You got to create your own stuff. You just can't wait to sit around and get cast because you're going to be waiting a long time, right? Because the phone ain't ringing. Yep, you got to make your own thing. You have to make your own thing. So. Uh, my uh, my fourteen year old had a an audition at school yesterday, uh, and part of it didn't go as as well as she had oh. expected. So you know, we're driving home. And there's a little bit of tears, sure. and, you know. But you know, in my head, I'm like, 
if you want to do this, you're going to get used to it. I mean, I didn't tell her you that. You didn't say that. Because no, I didn't at that say age, that. But that's in my head. I'm like, yeah. oh, honey. But she's a, but she is talented. I mean, I don't like well, to be that good. parent, but she can really sing and she's that's funny exciting. and yeah, all that stuff. She gets uh, the singing from mommy and she gets the, some funny from me. Have you so. ever had her on the show? Wouldn't that be interesting? She has been on the show. And what did she do? Um, I forget what the, I think it was a Father's Day episode and we just played songs that we both liked and she's going to, she's going to come on again and we're going to do a show called New and Classic where she'll play songs that she's listening to right now and then I'll play classic songs that I know she likes. I like love she, that. Like she loves Don't Stop Believing and, yeah. and, so, and my, my oldest, yeah, my oldest daughter's been on a bunch of times too. Isn't that sweet? I we, think that's we, wonderful. We did an episode with my oldest daughter called, uh, uh, I love it. You'll hate it. So we purposely played songs <laughs> that we thought the other one. That's such a good idea, man. Yeah, it was her idea. Yeah, it was her idea. Yeah, so I, 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 I like to have the, uh, I like to have Pilar and the kids on. And That's sweet. And just like, why not? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, this song from Pretenders Two is to me very much down and dirty and gritty the way Tattooed Love Boys is, and this is called The Adulteress. Oh yeah, a little yeah. fading out, fading between the headphones. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, headphones. It's so. I mean, I know when people listen to the podcast. I don't know. Well, they, they, yeah, they probably listen with earbuds. So I hope they're getting sure. that. But yeah, listening to music with headphones on is like a, all a, the difference a, a in the whole world. New thing. All the difference in the I world. I love it so much. Yeah, me too. Christine, back to you. Oh gosh. Okay. So again, uh, Pretenders Two, Talk of the Town. This song, <laughs> it's like. Uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So there's that. It is. It is perfect. It really is. And uh, the lyrics are filled with this longing, uh, this seemingly unobtainable love that people think that she might have written for Ray Davies, mm-hmm. the front man of the Kinks, who she later had a child with. Yep. Uh, but I, I'm not sure about that. Now, I do know that the, the song was named after a real London night spot, which was in Leicester Square. And it was um, actually, I think it was the London Hippodrome first which did like circus acts and variety stuff. But then in 1958, it was renovated and was reopened as the talk of the town. So um, that actually many artists performed there, including Frank Sinatra. And uh, then, let's see, I guess it was it closed and then was revived as another nightclub, uh, again called the Hippodrome, so they named it that twice. Anyway, the point is, is that's, this is what they say they, uh, that she named this song after. Here we go. To want something so intense One thing leads to another I know Was a time I wanted you for mine Nobody knew You arrived like a day And passed like a cloud I made a wish I said it out loud Loud in a cloud Everybody I 
love the beginnings of each one of the yeah. verses in the song because she spills into it, you know, such a drag. It's not my place. You know, it's yep. like, oh, it's so conversational, but then it just, it's so powerful. Yeah. Such a drag, you know, like you start a song with that, that. you know what I mean? You do that. You know I can't start a song with anything. I don't know, just, but I'm just saying like, it's so... It's such a yeah. drag. What a great way to begin a song, a, mm-hmm. s- a story, a poem. It's such a drag. This, uh, the album cover for Pretenders 2, I always felt that she probably did not like it because they, they really prettied her up on the cover of this album. Oh, I'm sure like, she had approval. You're right. It's Chrissy Hind. Of course she had approval. She did. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting to look well, look nice. Right. You know what I mean? There's different, you have different styles, you know? Mm-hmm. Like your good friend, Murray Valoriano. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I saw him yes. a couple of, of weeks ago on the Oscars and his wife is a costume designer. So there's like this, there's like this red carpet Murray where he is in the, a suit to die for, like a, probably a $2,000 suit and he looks so <laughs> flipping good. And then I see him down at the improv on stage and he's just like, Knucklehead Murray, do you know what I mean? And then he's—that's <laughs> the Murray I know. He's a father, so he's Dad yeah. Murray, and we we all have different roles to play and yeah. different ways we look. So I mean, sometimes I get a lot of makeup on, and I can look, mm-hmm. you know, a certain way. And then most days I don't wear any makeup, and I'm just wearing tennis clothes. Because you're playing tennis. Because I'm playing tennis and working out, and you know, in LA, um, I think a lot of people that are in this industry don't wear makeup and just run around in yoga pants. Yep. And But when the time fits and if you're on the cover of an album, you're going to look good. You're going to look good. Yeah, man, it's only one shot. All right, so my next song from Pretenders 2, and again, I, I love so many songs on this album. I don't love this album as much as Pretenders, the okay. first album. Okay. But it does have some great songs, and this one for me is a good one. This is Day After Day. is unbelievable but I also voice. what a cool song because she yeah. probably has three or four different tempos happening mm-hmm. i mean it's it's melodic but yet there's a definitely different i think there might even be some different time codes going on mm-hmm. in there something not time code what am i thinking of like a uh, uh, time changes time, no, yeah it's, it's not always in two four time it seems yeah. like it's it changes out like mm-hmm. almost like a radiohead song or something where it's like a five count or something it's, it's so cool good. man yeah it's art yeah it really is uh before we move on to learning to crawl from 1984, I do want to play, uh, in London, they released a flexi single, which was on, uh, like you'd buy a rock and roll magazine and there'd be a, a flexi single on there. And this was a song called, I think it's a, I think it's a cover, but it's so cool. It's called, uh, What You Gonna Do About It. What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? What you 
I like when she calls out fellas and then they take their part. Because you do not hear the background vocalists in Pretender's music at all. It's really just Chrissy. So that's really really funny. She throws it to them and then they kind of pipe up like in this little harmony in the background. It's cool. And it was a magazine that magazine was actually called Flexi Pop. So there's probably always a Flexi single. And so it was made of plastic or? Yeah. Do you remember remember when we would cut a single off the... A cereal box. Yes. Oh, no, I know. God, when we say stuff like that is is insane. I know. It's the craziest thing. You would buy cereal to get a 45. I know. And it sounded terrible. It sounded terrible. (laughs) But it was cool, man. It was cool. You're like, look at that. You got to buy that cereal, mom. There's a record on the back. All right. So learning to crawl is, it's like pretenders. We have to, uh, we have to re- Reboot Listen, because they lose two members, I two know, key members. But they come back, and this is such a magnificent tour de force. This entire album is amazing. This but whole the album, first top half to bottom. Of the album, mm-hmm. I could do. I could do an hour on the first half of this album. I love it so much, and this is what really can still get me going if I need to get pumped up for something. And I just put on learning to crawl, whether that be. I mean, there's not enough time to go through all the songs. I know that. Like, yeah. like I'm not doing Time the Avenger, which is so rock so and roll. Good. So rock and roll. But what the, the song that really, to this day, will get me out of bed and get me to move is Middle of the Road. So let's hear that. All right. Middle of the Road. Private killed a sad I can't get from the cab to the curb without some little trick on my back. Don't harass me, can't you tell? I'm going home, I'm tired as hell. I'm not the cat I used to be. I got a kid, I'm 33, baby. Get in the road. Come on now. In the middle of the road. Yeah, you gotta have that. I love that that little cat. It is like one of the most famous yowls in rock and roll. It's the best. It sounds like a a feline. I'm not the cat I used to be, and then she just lets it out. Mm -hmm. And 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 a little earlier that we also heard the lyric, I'm you know, I got a kid, I'm 33. Mm -hmm. She actually wasn't 33 when this was recorded. She was 32. And then the, the 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 album came out, and she did have a daughter, Natalie, which she yeah. raised as a single mom mm-hmm. because she wasn't with Ray Davies anymore. Um, but I'll tell you that song, it's just uh, it's it's you know middle of the road. So she was, you know, maybe she was thinking she's approaching middle age. Although I don't think thirty two is middle age. I think fifty three is middle yeah. age, and I'm going to live to one hundred and six. Right. But the point. <laughs> It's like it's middle of the road. And she actually gave an interview one time where she said, if I'm looking at clothing and it's small, medium, large, Mm -hmm. I'm always going medium. I'm always going (laughs) middle of the road. (laughs) And she said that in an interview. And I think that's, I like that. You know, in other words, it's like everything in moderation, you know, and I don't need a lot. I don't need a little, just give me something right in the middle of the road. And, um, like you said, this was the first album that they put out after they had lost two of the band members, yep. Peter Farndon and uh, James Honeycomb Scott. Died both of them. Of Honeyman. Drug, Honeyman. Both of them of... Drugs. Drug overdoses. Related. Related. Drug yeah. overdoses, yep. yeah. So they get Malcolm Foster and a guy named Robbie McIntosh. And uh, and then on some of the songs, on Back in the Chain Gang, My City Was Gone, oh. Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Billy Bremner 2,000 Miles. Hmm. Yep played guitar on those and Tony Butler played bass on those but the guys that were in the band and on the front of the album were 
Robbie and Malcolm. Do you think that she called it learning to crawl because she had just gone through this completely ridiculously, you know, these years of devastation, losing the other two members of the band? And then she's coming back. So is it learning to crawl, like learning to stand up again? Is probably. That, probably. I, I think I used to know the reason, but um, but that sound... Oh, here we go. The album's title of Learning to Crawl was given in honor of Chrissy Hines' then-infant daughter. Oh, that little girl, Natalie. Natalie Ray Hines. Oh, oh, so she was literally... She was learning to crawl learning at the time that Chrissy was trying <laughs> to determine a name for the album. Oh, That's what funny. Wikipedia says. I believe that. I believe Why that. not? But I've never, ever thought of it in terms of literally crawling. I thought it was yeah. learning to, to move on. Right. Funny. Oh, I wish I'd... I, I, see, this is why I like sitting down with you, Pat, yeah, because fun. you bring information that I didn't, I didn't see that. Now, what, this goes against what we said earlier. The cover of this album actually says The Pretenders. I believe it does. Yeah. It, wait a second, because I'm thinking uh, the cover just says learning to crawl. Where does it say No, it the says pretend, the, pretenders the Pretenders in black, and then under that, learning to crawl. Interesting. Yeah. Gosh, no, I don't think I knew that. Even though I have that button mm -hmm. of the four band members. Yeah. The button... Maybe the button, does. maybe it's cropped. Maybe, or maybe it's cropped it, in the yeah. button. Because it's like each band member is standing in such a way that it almost looks like, not a check mark, but more like a, I don't know, like a like a piece of punctuation. Yeah. They're just standing there so stiff and rigid and just... Oh, and not, they're all in black. I love that album black. cover. It's I the purple and the album. black. I don't know. It's the purple, it's the black, it's the. It's just the whole way it's composed. Like if you showed me that picture and said, what do you think of this for the album cover? I'd say, no. But then you show it to me as an album cover yeah. and I say, yes. Yeah, it's almost like, the, it's sort of like a peace sign in a way, the mm. way they're standing. It's just uh, iconic. Yeah. Their clothes are screaming 1980s. Yep. It's a beautiful, beautiful album cover. I love it, that, and they were so good on this tour. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I'm going with uh, I'm going with one of the singles from the day because I love it. I love the oomphs and the uhs, and I love back to the back, back on, the, on chain the chain gang. gang, of course. I found a picture of you. She's pregnant in the video. It's such an important album too because after losing those two band members, right. you wonder how are you going to bounce back from that and she nails it. Well, this song was actually released as a single almost yes. two years before the album right, even came right, out. Right. And they say it is a tribute to James Honeyman Scott, mm. who died, like we said, of a drug overdose. Yeah. He was only 26, by the way. It's unbelievable. One more year, he would have been in the 27 Club. He yeah. didn't even make it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And then, you know, we were talking about how the bass player, Pete Farndon, died, and it was only 10 months later. Yeah. He had been kicked out of the band, I'm reading now, had been kicked out of the band for doing drugs and then mm -hmm. later died of an overdose anyway. But anyway, um, but this song, uh, Back on the Chain Gang, you know, you just think about, you know, people that are back together, chained together, doing the manual labor, making it happen. And I think that that's what she's saying. I'm back on the chain gang. I'm doing it again. <laughs> it's very emotional. Yeah, it's it is. It's a very emotional song. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and the, the band, they... Um this band really gelled. Like I, I, I was sad that this these four people didn't stick around longer. 
Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we get well, there. Well, so many bands, though, lost people to drugs. I mean, it's not just them. I mean, so many bands, and that you got to move forward. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Chicago, for God's sakes. I mean, that, well, that wasn't always drug overdoses, but I'm just saying, like, when you talk about, you know, inter, intertwining different, different band members, yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody's done it. I know. That's true. It's true. Is, uh, we're not playing this song, but, uh, how does it, does it drive you crazy? It must drive Chrissy crazy, uh, that my city was gone Yeah, is used as Rush Limbaugh's theme song. You know, it's interesting. Um, I actually know a little bit about that cause I was looking into it and, um, you, she's talking about Akron, Ohio, like you said, mm-hmm. my city was gone. You know, she uses all those incredible picture, picturesque words. You know, it was a parking lot. It was turned into yeah. this. The shopping mall was now a shop, shopping mall. Everything was segregated. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was, you know, it, it, nothing. It was like granite blocks of buildings and shopping. And there was no more, like nothing applied right. to being regular and hu- human. Um but you're right. Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh was using the opening riff of this song Still as his theme it. music, right? And obviously, they have radically different political views. But apparently, she cannot stop him from using the songs as long as the show continues to pay royalties, and it does. All right, then. Isn't that seem crazy though yep. that she doesn't have a power to say no? I mean, I think that she would say no. She but would. If they're yeah. paying, it's like you know, it's like so many people trying to use Neil Young's song, you know, "Rocking yeah. in the Free World" and stuff. All right, your next song from okay. "Learning to Crawl." Well, I'm just going to start crying now before you even start playing <laughs> the song because there's just this is a bit of a departure from regular uh, from the regular Pretender sound, and the hook, of course, is "Show me the meaning of the word," and of course, the word is of course love. Pat Francis, love. And so it, you know, just it's about whether love can survive and thrive in a world that is so messed up. In the end, she's hopeful, but um, you know, it's show me. she sustains a note yeah with its, with its world so she says welcome to the human race with its wars disease, disease and, brutality. and brutality it's just like so messed up but there's got to be something to it yeah. love because that's why so many freaking songs are written about it and why it's so complicated mm-hmm. And whether it's the love of, of with a, with a with a lover or a parent, a child, yep. a friend, there's a loss. Pet. A pet. There's loss. Something dies. Something shocking happens, and there's the unknown. And it's just um, it's just a a flipping beautiful song. And that's 1984, and it doesn't seem like oh, we've progressed. Not even. But nothing has there, that that song could be written yesterday. Mm-hmm. It could have been written in the. It doesn't matter. It's just so classic. And I also just love the the guitar. It's just so pure. Mm-hmm. And then the drums coming in like do 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 do. You know, the, everything comes up. It sneaks up on you. Everything just, works on this album. Everything this is, this, works this in this is, album. This is a ten out of ten from top to bottom. Every song is great. I feel like we should just done a learning to crawl episode. Just just like go track by track. 
Kind of. Yeah, you could have. Kind of, I think. Now, I'm going to go, I'm going to veer to the left a little bit. I'm actually going to play a song that was the B-side to 2,000 Miles. Oh, wow. Interesting. The rare thing about this is this was written by Martin Chambers, and it's sung by Martin Chambers. And this is called Fast or Slow, The Law's The Law. You probably never heard this. There we go. Never heard that before. Yeah, it's cool. He's a very good singer. Yes, it's kind of nice. goes back to that hand jive where we just heard it a yeah. couple of songs ago. That that you know, quick up. Th- but if you just play that by itself, I would not have said Pretenders. No, I wonder if at the time it was going to be used like live, so that Chrissy could take maybe a uh, take five for a second, or she threw him a bone. You threw him a bone. But did he, he write it? He wrote well? it. Yeah, he wrote, there you solo go. writing credit on that. Very cool. So well, uh, good one. Thanks, Pat. I like that. You're welcome. Now we're going to move on to Get Close. And oh. this is where this is where it's kind of, it's just Chrissy. I'm telling you, man. Listen, I had the I had the poster on my wall in college. Mm-hmm. I had two posters. I love this album cover. I love this album cover. She just looks rocking. She's yep. holding a guitar. She's in her black suit. This is one I have signed. Yeah. Oh. Because it's wow. perfect. Because she's yeah. just she's on the cover solo. So it's and perfect. And it's such a it's a great shot of her. There's a little bit, I believe, cut off at the top, a little bit of her body cut yeah, off yeah, at the bottom. Like so the, it's just yeah. full on her. You know what I mean? Like a really yeah. nice crop, tight shot. And she just looks full on rock and she roll. Looks great. Thin and tall and mm. just you just screams rock and roll. So this was on the back of my door. In uh, Duquesne University, 1986, I'm showing my age. Uh, but, you know, can I tell you my, my, can I start? Should I start my song? You're going to start. I, I just want to tell you who the, the, the core band now okay, is. Yeah. Chrissy and Robbie from, he's, he's a holdover. Okay. And then T.M. Stevens on bass and Blair Cunningham on drums. I don't know what, uh, I think Martin plays on one song. I don't know what happened between... Martin and, and Chrissy. I don't know what the falling out was about. I really, I really don't know. Yeah. I've never known. Um, is don't but he'll get, be back. Is Don't Get Me Wrong the first track? Uh, my Baby is the yeah, first my ba- track. Oh, that's a good song. I know. I can't believe I didn't choose that. Did you choose that? Let me see if I did. Let me click. If you did, we should start that because that's good. I did not choose it either, but it was one, it was, it was in the running. My baby. Yeah, I love it's it. It's so good. Uh, but doc, but don't get me wrong is classic. And here's the thing: with don't get me wrong, man. I mean, it, this got some pep to it. It where does. It could veer off to some crazy disco if you don't if you don't keep a hold mm-hmm. on it. You know what I mean? It's it's not. It's full on rock and roll. But there's a definitely a kick in its step that puts it into more of a, a pop radio sound that maybe would have been played on. Um, you know, a very it, it could be easy listening. I'm not. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that's what it is. But right. I love this song. And you want me to tell you before or after who she wrote it for? tell me after, but I will tell you that it's featured in the opening credits of the Ron Howard movie Gung Ho, starring Michael Keaton. Finally. Here we go. So different from the first album, but I love this song. Oh, yeah.
Yes. A mystic moon playing havoc with the tide. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to tell you, man, there's some very definitive 80s sounds in that song. I think yeah. you can hear the Roland D50, a little, uh, maybe a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of keyboard on that. But check this out. Are you ready for who she wrote this for? I'm ready. She wrote this song for tennis star John McEnroe. Really? Who was an aspiring musician. And this is, this is Chrissy talking. She mm -hmm. said, he loved playing guitar. She told Uncle Joe Benson of the Ultimate Classic Rock Nights radio show. She said, uh, of John McEnroe, he's a big music person, which is how I knew him because he used to come to our shows and he was friendly with the band and stuff. And I had in mind that I was going to write this song for him to do. But years later, when I was on a British Airways flight, I heard an announcement. And because I, because she said, because I did write some of the song on that plane. And she said, I think I nicked one of the top line melodies. And if you think about it, do, 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 the very top yeah, right. from the overhead announcement, <laughs> the overhead <laughs> announcement, like bang, 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 or whatever. Welcome to British Airways. So that very first, you know, mm -hmm. that those, those dongs, that's actually, that was Chrissy on a plane writing a, writing this song for John McEnroe and then getting inspiration from the overhead announcements. <laughs> Speaking of John McEnroe, Patty Smythe played the Canyon Club a couple months back. Nice. And McEnroe was there because oh, it's her husband. Interesting. And she points him out from the stage. She goes, my husband's here somewhere. He's out there wearing some stupid hat. And I'd like turn and there he's got this big like trucker, stupid baseball wow. hat on. And he like, you know, and he was very, you know, very friendly. And then she brought him up uh, on stage, she goes, John wants to play and sing, so, but he did Rockin' in the Free World. Oh my gosh, yeah. isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. How was his guitar playing? His guitar playing was really good. Yeah. But his singing is. Uh, yeah. Well, you can kind of get away with screaming yeah. that anyway. Uh, and That's then, a good story. And then afterwards I waited, thank you. And then afterwards I waited to get her autograph, and it was just the two of them, they were getting in the car, and he was, he was packing the car up, and I, from a distance, said, could I come say hello and could you sign these albums for me? She said, yeah, come on over. So she's signing and I just was happening to tell her how great her voice still was. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, I, I've always sang, even if I wasn't recording, I would just always be singing. She said, and if you, if you continue to sing, you, your instrument will stay strong. It does get bit better, doesn't and it? from the car, his head's in the car packing stuff in. After she says that, he just yells, that's right. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Thank you, John. I was so hoping he would come over. That's so funny. Because at that point, it was just me and those two. Yeah. And I really wanted to get a picture with John McEnroe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do you take albums then to all the shows you go to? If it's a venue where, like the Forum, no, because there's nowhere. It's too to, big. There's, there's no way. It's, it's never just gonna... too big. Only, only if I think there's a place where I can actually, like the Will Turn all the time. Yeah. All the time to the world. Canyon Club all the time. Nice. Yeah. All right. My first song off uh, Get Close is I Remember You. Ah. Oh. remember this song well yeah and uh they they switched up the producers on this album they didn't use chris white uh, chris thomas anymore 
She used some big time names. She used Bob Clearmountain and Jimmy Iovine. Oh, well, co-produced he, yeah, this. Jimmy did everything. Yeah. Uh, now that particular song, I remember. I think that that would make a good tango, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Can't you just see dancing yes. to that? Like, do you know how to dance? Uh, I can't tango, but I, I can. My my wife will tell you I can dance. Nice. That's good. Tango's. <laughs> but I really only. I, we we don't go dancing. But if we're at a wedding, I definitely dance the whole time. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. Nice. What do you got for me? Well, oh gosh, I'm telling you. You're going to cry at this one. I'm not going to cry. I might cry. Uh, It's called Him to Her, which right off the bat, I just love the title Him to Her. Him, H Y M N, Him to Her. This is a cover, too. This is written by someone named Meg Keen. Yeah, I read that. Written by Meg Keen, who was a friend of Chrissy's from school days back in Akron. So Mm. it was like really a random, you know, random that she pulled this song i don't know maybe maybe it's not random and it was her one of her best friends and she sends her a song and chrissy covers it uh it was also used in the multi-artist compilation album of diana prince of wales tribute how do you like that look at that that's some uh there's some information info anyway you guys uh, it was released as him to her she will always carry on I don't know where to fade it down. I'm just going to fade it. I know. Sometimes you get like caught in it and you just just don't know what to do. I hear that and I want somebody to beckon me, you know? (laughs) Keep beckoning to me from behind that closed door. It's just so, um, it's so sweet and it's such a song about, you know, getting through pain with persistence and knowing that bad things are going to happen. Some things change. Some things stay the same. Shit's going to go down, Mm -hmm. but you have to remain strong. And I don't know how people do it, but that song... I wish I had that at the end of my solo show now. That seems like that should be the end of my solo can show. Can you throw it in now? Is it too late? Yeah, I can throw it in, sure. So no, it, it, currently no one's beckoning you? I have some beckoners. All right, there you go. That's good. <laughs> so that's all, that's, all, that's all the deeper we get into that. I, uh, the, and I, I love so many songs, this is hard to pick on this. This, is a, this, is, this album's a little all over the map. It's not as a cohesive bit, yeah. as, as Learning to Crawl was. Yeah. And I think this threw people off a little bit. But it was different because she's exploring different styles. Yeah. I mean, there's this and that, but I mean, but, but yet it, it yeah. still is cohesive because yeah. it's all her. Yeah. And, and it's, and there's, she knows there's value in the name pretenders. The track I'm playing is chill factor. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is a rocker. She's getting older. Yeah. She's getting wiser. But a change has changed again. She wants to be a good mother So she'll do the best she can But what about the other? Love it. So good. Yeah. 
So like shout out to single moms and people trying mm-hmm. to hold their shit together by themselves, yep. you know, and be a family person and make it happen. And again, that dichotomy between motherhood and rock star, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's chilling to the bone. Yeah. You know, you leave a mother and her and the family and that is as cold as it's going to get. Yep. And, but that's her, that's her gig. And who knows if she was able to, you know, if, if she was even able to juggle it properly, I don't yeah. think anyone can, but yeah. you, know, you do the best you can do. Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's four years between albums, but I want to, I want to play two songs because during that time, uh, there was a new James Bond movie that came out. It was called The Living Daylights. We had a new James Bond, Timothy Dalton. And Chrissy wrote two songs for that soundtrack. They were up to be, one of them was up to be the theme, but they went with Aha, The Living Daylights. But I think both of these songs are better than Aha. So first is uh, Where Has Everybody Gone? And I won't even fade it out. I'll just then go right into If There Was a Man. And these okay. are, I don't know if you've heard these, but these are fantastic. So Bond. Going to my here on my own. So cool. Where's my support now? Where's the ranks of the strong? In this faceless crowd, where can I belong? Okay, I'm going to jump to If There Was a Man. If there was a man, I could. Listen, if there was a man, yeah. if there was an album that was just Chrissy Hind love songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. we could open with Show Me. Let's just do the whole playlist, <laughs> you and I. And then we go into If There Was a Man, you know, and yeah. then uh, we wrap it up with uh, Back on the Chain Game. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that is such a beautiful, it's a love song. Yep. It's There's- another love song. I mean, Chrissy Hind, you, you could be on a, you know, listening to an orchestra she, she, it could be, it's like a full on, some of her stuff is like full on Frank Sinatra ish. Yeah. I mean, it's just that rich. Yep. And it also transcends like um, generations, you know? So she's singing this. I could see older couples dancing to this song. Yeah. I could see younger couples dancing Absolutely. to this song. It's I just, agree. Uh, it's time. It transcends. It transcends. Uh, so 1990, we get uh, Pretenders. I love this album cover because it goes back to the original font Mm -hmm. the original logo font for the pretenders and it's just her it's just like it's just like her it's just her eyes and then the top of her head yeah the album's called packed with an exclamation point with an exclamation point this was this is basically this is really kind of a chrissy hind solo album because there's different players on all the tracks no kidding yeah i mean it's got uh it's got tim finn it's got i love tim um, finn but well, I love it. There's an amazing song that I'd like to start with called May this, May this Be Love. It's very sweet. It changes tempo in the middle, um, but it's romantic. And it was actually by Jimi Hendrix. And he did this song in 1967 as his debut album, Are You Experienced? And he does a guitar solo in it. And then it's it's been covered by other people too, like Lou Harris and um, Michelle Nigan. Nigandicello. How do you say that? I can't say her name, but I know her name. I love her. Michelle. May this be love. So this is a cover. Yeah. 
believe it or not. Similar to Hendrix's rendition. It really is similar. I mean, it is just that sweet and that melodic. Nothing really changed. That's cool. That's real cool. Now, the one I'm going to play is so... I love this song so much, but it's so funny to me because she almost uh, stole from herself. The song is Never Do That. And to me, it sounds almost exactly like Back to the Chain Gang. Listen to this. Let me stay one more day. It would mean so much to me. Isn't that strange? I think some of the guitar riffs are identical. Yeah. I'll just hang around. I'll sit where the last one sat, but oh no. So it changes a little there yeah, at the end, bit. but then it comes back. Yeah. You know, yeah, it sounds so much. I love the song, much. but it, I'm like, how did she not say, or maybe she probably just said, I don't care it's if it sounds sound. the same. Yeah, it's her sound and yeah. that guitar, that, that sound of, I'm, try, I'm trying to think what kind of guitar that is that's playing that um, very specific, it's very specific. Uh, I mean, do you think that's like one of those, uh, like a resonator guitar or something or what, what is that? Uh, I don't know, but I do know it's, it's Billy Bremner and he's the one that played the guitar on back in the chain gang. There also, go. there you go. So See, Billy's the one repeating himself. Yeah. All right. But a beautiful song and it just goes, um, right in line with this album being a lot of really lovely songs. Mm-hmm. True. Now my favorite, uh, one of my favorites on the album is the last track, track 11. It's called criminal. Uh, again, sweet, soft, melodic, and heartbreaking. High upon the hill, you could say I'm on top of the world, baby. Because of you I can see the city crumble all around me Press me to your chest Block out the view You may be some kind of criminal Give me a gone Because I so beautiful um you know she goes on to sing in my time one thing i've learned if you play with fire you get burned oh baby it's true i got burned by you i put everything i had into a bag and trusted you to do what you didn't do very nice heartbreaking 
My other song from Pact is a song called Sense of Purpose. Everybody chokes when they see someone cut down in their prime. They're not sure when you look at me, but I know I'm in mine. But a mother's pride Find out why She wanna take me home She wanna take me home Give me a sense of purpose A real sense of purpose now Love that tambourine. Yeah. I think there's a lyric on here that says, one swig of me would get most guys smashed. I believe that. Japanese bonus track on this album was a Beatles cover. Here it is. You know you made me cry. I see no use in wondering why I cry for you. And now you change your mind. I see no reason to change my cry is through oh, You're giving me the same old line I'm wondering why You hurt me then You're back again No, no, no Not a second time and then if you will allow me, uh, before the next Pretenders album comes out, Chrissy does a cover for the film Indecent Proposal. And this is a 10cc song called oh, yeah. I'm Not In Love. Oh, I love this yeah, song. Yeah, it's great. I'm not in love So don't forget it It's just a silly face I'm going through Just because I call you out Don't get me wrong Don't think you got it made I'm not in love No, no So good. Her version is so good. If you don't think I'm going home and, and buying this song tonight. Well, if you can't find it, let me know. I'll send it to you. I love that so much. Yeah, it's First fantastic. of all, that song is so good anyway. It is. It's timeless. You can listen to it anytime. It's a little breathy in the front mm-hmm. with 10cc, you know, a lot of, ah, yeah. a lot of that. But the way Chrissy just played it, that is stunning. Again, I think it's better than the original. I think so too. <laughs> Shit, I never heard that. I had no yeah. idea she did that. I love when you're watching a movie, it's a contemporary movie, and then you hear, you know, an older song done mm-hmm. by somebody new. And then you're like, no. And then you have to, sometimes you're like, I think that was Chrissy Hine, but then you have to wait till the credits roll. Yeah, to but prove also it. what's so cool about it is you know that she loves that song or she yeah. wouldn't have done it. You know what right, I mean? So right. when, when somebody covers, when a famous person covers somebody else's song, you know they love it or they yeah. would not be doing and, it. And they put their heart and soul that's into I mean. making it great. They're going to put more into it yep. because it's passionate. Wow, that's good. Good stuff. Oh, man. Pat uh, Francis, again, <laughs> blowing my mind. All right, 1994. This is, this is a comeback album. Sixth album. Sixth album. Yeah. Last of the Independents. This is, uh, this is the Pretenders coming back. Martin's back in the band. Stronger. 
Yep, she's got Adam Seymour and Andy Hobson Louder. on guitar and bass, and they will be with the band for this. That's the band for the next many, 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 many years. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Uh, so the song I really liked is the hard-hitting song called Money Talk. And, you know, it's all about money, the root of all evil. And she says, I'm begging at the feet of the devil. Talk to me, please. Money, talk to me. So good, man. <laughs> the thing I like about this album is Chrissy decides that she's going to work with some outside writers on this. So she works with the, the hit-making songwriting team of Tom, uh, Tom Kelly, Kelly and, and Billy, Billy Steinberg. Steinberg. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, Tom Kelly was on the show. He was fantastic. Wow, so interesting. Because we, we, it was like an all-hits show. He, Everything wrote, we played. he wrote like a virgin. Yes. What's yeah. happening? I know. It's insane. I like that she uh, she sought those guys out and wasn't afraid to embrace, I'm going to work with these guys that write hits and we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I actually um, have a quote here, Billy Steinberg talking, and he said, uh, Tom, meaning Tom Kelly, once mm-hmm. said to me, who would you like to collaborate with? And Tom said, Prince, mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen, sure. and Chrissy Hind. Perfect. And then it happened. What great results, including when I heard this song, this is the first song I heard, heard this on the radio, I was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Pretenders are back with Night in My Veins. I see you sitting silhouetted in the lamplight. I cross the street and I quick in my face. He cups his hands and he lights a cigarette. I find myself in the bones of his face. It's just a night in my veins. Oh, making me call in the dust again. like a dirty sexy song too super sexy super cool he's got his hands in my hair and his lips are everywhere and it's just hot and yeah a night in my veins it's the whole thing is just and then again the guitar is that billy what's his name brent what's his name bremner no that was uh i believe that was adam seymour and he had he had that billy bremner sound though but it's that sound it's the guitar i wish i could think about it it's gonna kill me i think it's like a hollow body it's like a hollow body yeah electric guitar yeah and i think that they play it in bands like ska bands stray cats bands Uh, almost a 50s flavor but not not in terms of what the pretenders does right right i'm sure i'll get a bunch of emails to Telling me exactly Good, who it is. Bring and, it on, man. and that's fine. Send them to me. Yeah, please do. What's your song? Well, if I play it, I'm crying. Well, I'm going to tell you something about this song. <laughs> this song is one that will, uh, I've probably cried at this song uh, on here before too. But the story I always tell is, um, you know, when you go to the, your daughter's uh, school and all the kids sing a song? Yeah. 
one year, the kids, they're like fifth graders or fourth yeah. graders, and they throw down, I'll stand by you. Yeah. And my wife, Pilar, was a puddle. She's like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, anytime she hears that song, this song now, she thinks of that moment. And yeah. She's like, I can't hear that song. Um, my my daughter's class sang your song, the Elton John your song. <laughs> oh, and my did the God. same thing. Anytime you see yes. a little kid singing an adult song, right. for some reason, they bring this innocence to it. Yep. And, of course, they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So, But there's just something about it. And this song, you know, I'll Stand By You, like you said, she wrote with Tom Kelly, <sighs> Billy Steinberg. And it's just, um, you know... It's just, it's just so beautiful. Just the I, first, I the first line yeah. knocks you in the gut. But I don't want you to start there. Can you start at like two twenty? Yeah, that's. I have it. I have it. Thank and here you. we go. Chills. I got chills when I, and now and Christine, can I say you're tearing up a little bit? It's just like Can I get you a clean can I get you a tissue? I'm getting you a tissue. <laughs> Christine, you're gonna cry every time you're on the show, I think. That's what music does, you know? Music does. Alright. It's not just like I'm over here. Thanks. It's just like this song, like I'll stand by you. It's like like to say, to say that to a person, you know? <sighs> if you say that if you somebody tells me I'll stand by you, Christine, like or if they say, I'm on your side. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. I'm on your side, man. It's mm. like that, it just, especially out here in Hollywood when mm. there's just so many disappointments and so many things to break you down. If somebody, you know, says, I'll stand by you. And it, it just means so much. Now, unfortunately, like I'm, I tear up because I, I had a really important person in my life mm -hmm. and we're not together anymore. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, then how could you say that? Because then you're right. not there. You said I'll stand by you, and you're and not. And then you're not. So you lied. So there's a complicate. It's very complicated. Yeah, it's, it it's is. A, it's a love song, and it's it's a it's a really powerful love song, but it can also be a very tragic love song. Yeah, and it's a hit, man. That song's it's a great. Hit. And yeah, I mean, her working with those two guys, they nailed it. Yeah, and I think she wanted a hit. She probably was ready for another hit, you know, and uh, she got it. Yep. Uh, I read, I read, Charles Grodin has like four books. I've read all his books. I love his books. But there's a, there's something he says in one book. He says, um, when someone calls him up and says, I need a favor. He says, I never say, what is it? I just say, sure. Wow. He goes, before, he goes, that's just how I am. Before, that's so great. he goes, that's how you should be. You should just go, if it's your friend, you should say, yes. What? Yeah. What? So. I just, uh, I threw that nice. out there. Uh, so my next song off Last of the Independence is a song called, and again, there were so many I could choose and I just, I just had to make a decision sometimes. Yeah. So I chose yeah. uh, Love Colors. It's good. I think it's cool. The sun goes down, the sky turns black. I can hardly wait for you. I can't believe the madness of everything you do. I used to dream in black and white Now I see the world in a different 
songs that we played were co-writes yeah. with Kelly and Steinberg. And that's just called Love Colors Everything. That's the name of that song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. By the way, when we did, I got an email, I should have forwarded it to, to you after we did the Stevie Nicks uh, episode and someone, I think it was a, a gentleman, he said it was refreshing how open and with your emotions that you were uh, when hearing this music. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I well, like that. But that's what music does, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I, I have... You know, music going almost every minute of the day. Yeah, I do too. And it doesn't, you know, or podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to your podcasts. I do. And Thank um, you. so I, I do like, I do like music. Uh, I do like podcasts about music, but, uh, you know, it just puts you in the, in the mood. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Does. Sometimes at night, like, okay, let's say you're watching TV and then you're getting tired. You're going to go to sleep rather than go to bed or turn off the TV and just go right into bed. Mm-hmm. Just stop at your, turn off the TV first, yeah. of course, for God's sakes. Then just put on any song that has hit you in the past yeah. and it'll hit you again. It will. Then go to bed. I agree. No That's TV good... then bed. It's TV <laughs> music then bed. TV book then bed. Anything but TV to bed. Sometimes it's TV to bed at our house a lot. Cause like, Is that right? That's you have a when... TV in the bedroom? We do. I disagree. <laughs> a I'll lot of people do. Right now. I do. I disagree. Well, when Pilar gets home, like from work at night, like a couple nights a week, she has uh, classes here or yeah. writers groups. Yeah. She wants to come home and get in her pajamas and then yeah. she just wants to snuggle and watch, you yeah. know, whatever show we haven't been able to catch up on. Yeah, and so yeah. we do watch it. In, I, I get it. I guess. I, I, yeah. And I will say when I go to a hotel, sometimes I'm like, oh, yippee, jump in bed and watch TV in front of my face. Right, right, right. But for some reason at home, I just uh, can't, no, I get, it. That's can't get behind it, man. But she's always cold too. She's like, I want to watch in the TV room. <laughs> I want to get under the covers. Um, so between Last of the Independence yep. and the next album, Viva El Amor, uh, tons of songs for soundtracks and stuff. Uh, Every day is like Sunday for Boys on the Side. Oh, that was a great song. Angel of the Morning on Friends. Going Back and a song, Going Back from, it, that's a Carol King song from a movie called Fever Pitch. A song written by, oh, who wrote this song? Steve Earle. Oh, I A song love called him. Goodbye. It was on G.I. Jane. And then an original tune called The Homecoming on G.I. Jane. Then there was a James Bond um, uh, tribute album and she did a version of Live and Let Die oh, and wow. then she did a song called Loving You Is All I Know on the Other Sister soundtrack and if if we had time I would play oh, some of those but we're just going to move so much but so much Viva El Amor okay I love this album I love this album this is the one I'm always telling people have you ever heard this album yeah. and they say no and I go you gotta buy yeah. this album yeah. the cover photo is by Linda McCartney oh yeah no I didn't know that I just I this album is so so good so what is your first song okay first song I want to talk about is human which is another uh, it's another another cover of the uh, divinals original song that they wrote in 2008. And in this particular song, I love uh, the, the, the video. She is, in the video, she's wearing a black cowboy hat and she's just sitting in a chair and she's just, it, it looks like an acting reel. She goes yeah, through yeah. all these emotions, just sitting in a chair like you're the camera and her in hair's front of me. Kind of gray, has some gray in her hair. It's yeah, white or something. She, yeah, it's like the camera's right in front mm-hmm. of me and it's almost like a monologue, like mm-hmm. action. And then she just starts singing, but she also is laughing and she's just uh, kind of goofy. 
they played this song actually in the trailer for The Good Girl, which I always thought was a great oh, okay. movie. Yeah, Jennifer yeah. Aniston, I love that movie. And I just wish that this song was a little longer. That's the only thing. And if you had not picked this song, I most definitely would have. Yeah. Here we go. I play a good game, but not as good as you. I can be a little cold, but you can be so cruel. I'm not made of brick. I'm not made of stone. But I had you fooled enough to take me on. If love was a better than the divinal. Yes, yes, yes. Infinitely for sure. better. And and I just I think to myself like how did how did she choose that? Like how, did she obviously knew that song? Right. From the divinals. The, by the way, they also did that song I touched myself. Yes. That was like their big hit. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so Chrissy obviously knew of this song and then she must have been like, you know, I, I want to do that. Let's yeah. make a call or uh, I wonder how that goes down. Well, maybe Chrissy Hindcarge and says, "Hey, I'd like to do a cover of that." You yeah, probably yeah, say, I "Yeah." I get it. I just think it's so interesting. This is the first true band album since Pretenders 2 because all the other albums have different have they have a core Her band but players and other people but yeah this is this out. is this is Martin, Andy Hobson, Chrissy and Adam Seymour top That's to it. bottom. Yeah, beautiful. And you know Jeff Beck plays guitar on a song but he's just a guest guitarist mm-hmm. and the song I'm going to play features David Johansson uh, doing some vocal work. This song is called Pop Star. So your girlfriend wants to be a pop star And beat the charts out of me She wants to move a million years, man Probably just to prove she can And after a couple of hits She'll be buying a new pair of mitts I can see just where she's heading She's as predictable as I'm a That's the line I wanted to hear. Yeah. You should have just stuck with me. Yeah. You should have just stuck with me, man. Yeah. You want to repeat your mistakes with somebody else or repeat them with me. You know, right. what do you want to do? A lot of good guitar work in that song. And you know, Chrissy plays guitar, of course, and she also yeah. plays piano. I think she plays harmonica. So when you go to see her in concert, you know, she's got that guitar strapped yep. on and it's just so flipping sexy, yeah. man. It's just great. And, you know, sometimes she'll just sing, but she's got, she usually has the guitar on. Yeah, definitely. So now your next choice was, is, uh, was an odd one for me. Really? Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's it, in Spanish, mm-hmm. written by uh, Silvio Rodriguez Dominguez, and he was a Cuban musician and songwriter, Robo de Nube. And I can tell you what the song means, but let's listen to it a little bit. All right. I almost brought some. This is close. Preferiria un robo de nube. Que se llevaron lo feo. 
Tell us what that's about. I love songs in different languages. <laughs> I do. I do. I love songs in Spanish. Uh, it means, if you tell me, make a wish, I would prefer a tale of cloud, a whirlwind on the floor, and a great anger that goes up, a sweeper of sorrows, a downpour in revenge when it seems our hope. It's just very... Very nice. It's very sweet. I always remember, I don't know that, like, you know, I'm, do, I'm using like a translation app. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit of Spanish, but... I have a feeling like if I had my friend Martha with me who speaks fluent Spanish, then she might have some different intonations mm-hmm. there. Th- th- those are kind of the direct words I'm reading, you know, from when I translated it. Well, but I, I don't care, man. I don't yeah. care what she says. I just I just love it's so melodic in the accordion, and it just sounds like Paris late at night and, you know, leaving the bar, heading back to the pension. And Well, I'm glad you like songs in Spanish because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this one on you. And here's a uh, here's a little David Lee Roth for you. Como? Bueno, déjame nomás subir a la acera para echarle un ojo. Yankee Rose in Spanish. Me refiero a la Yankee Rose. No, that is not what I was talking about. I don't love all songs in Spanish. Not that one. Were you were you talking about maybe going crazy? <laughs> I, I wasn't talking about that at all. So uh, my next song is one written by co-written by Kelly and Steinberg, and this is from the heart down. Watch each other leaving when we sleep. It's our small protection It's a promise we keep Love is hard to define It runs in circles round the mind In a circle, in a circle if it's not complete Oh, love me from the heart down I love the vocals on this So pretty If it hurts or if it splits Love me from the heart down Reveal me with a kiss My senses must compete With a brain that lets me down And you think she's doing all her own uh, background vocals, don't you think? I believe so. I'm sure she is. And I'm hoping you haven't heard this. This was a bonus track. This is just for your breath. It's just for you. Okay. Ready? version no <laughs> now i have two songs to go home yep. to tonight and again if you can't find them just email me and i'll send them to you that's beautiful it's that's really so good beautiful. it's really cool so many people have covered the needle and damage done and it's just so um yeah it's just an iconic song it's one of those and ones. it holds up man not only does the song hold up but the the devastation of drug addiction and now opioids and you know it all holds up man I know. You know, and the same problem happening 40 years later after that song was 
Written. Yeah. Mm. All right, we're moving on to Loose Screw. Eighth album, the eighth album. I love this album too. I love Loose Screw. 2002. Saw them at the this I saw them at the wheel turn. Uh, this wasn't the time when she was out of it, but they filmed a, a live uh, DVD that night. Wow, interesting. So, uh, what's your first song off of Loose Screw? Uh, well, the first one I really like is called "Lie to Me." I love this one, and this is a heavy rocking song. It's like a woman's empowerment song to yep. me, anyway. I don't know because she keeps repeating, "If you lie to me again, man. Yeah. If you lie to me again." Yep, it doesn't start off with "That's not honest." Yeah, it's let's hear great. it. Great. So good. She's gonna kick your ass. Now that song is only two minutes and twenty three seconds long. It's it's good. That's a short song. It's good though. Right to the point. Yep. I'm gonna keep with uh, the rocking, and I'm gonna say, who's walking in? Murray, Murray Valeriano. Valeriano. Is that red, is that red carpet Murray right now? No, this is comic Murray. This is comic Murray. Hi, mm-hmm. comic Murray. We were talking about your different looks. You, your different styles. Different styles. Red carpet Murray and uh, you know comic Murray. And Seeing you in the front row of the Oscars. Yeah. Super attractive. Probably a look at that. How about that? All right. And keeping rocking, uh, fools. What's that? Let's talk about this more. Off mic will compliment you. Uh, This is Fools Must Die. And they must. must So it shall be. Take your place in history. Show your face. Don't be shy. I just love that guitar here. So cool, man. There's a lot of short songs on this album. There's three that are under three minutes. And That's short. A, a lot of three-minute songs. It's a, a kind of a punchy rockin' album. Yeah. Now, this next song, though, is just sweet, mm-hmm. melodic guitars. It's nothing too deep. It's just a love song. It's called Saving Grace, and the lines are just very, very simple, beautiful, honest. You are my saving grace. You put me in my place. You're going to cry during How this come one? nobody ever rhymed that before, I Pat Francis? I don't know. Are you Finally. Gonna, are you going to cry during yeah, this Yeah, maybe one? I will. Mary, uh, Christine's cried a couple of times tonight. What? Are us taking a page out of your book? <laughs> <laughs> It is great. I really made a fool of myself. Oh, that voice kills me. I hit the wall, but it never bothered you at all. Oh, my bolted out too soon. It left me howling at the moon. 
little bit that it, it sounds like almost a Jesus song. I mean, it's, it's not, you know what I mean? It's a, no, it's not though. No, it's not. It's a love song, but yeah. I'm just worried a little bit that if she might, you know, I don't know. I, you need to see the documentary that came out a year and a half ago called Chrissy Hind Alone. Oh yeah. It's really cool. Oh, I really want to see that. Alone she, from the last album you made. Yeah. And she yeah. just talks about how she, but it's her, she likes to be alone. It's really yeah. cool. It's just like her doing it it's it's like following someone around just on their day-to-day but it's i find it fascinating nice this is again co-written by kelly and steinberg with chrissy this is nothing breaks like a heart you don't love me anymore i can feel it but i want you more than before so i can't see Lovely. All right, we're moving on. Uh, real quick, can I just mention I, nope. uh, a, fun, a, a fun little fact? You know, Chrissy Hines, she was at Kate, she was at Kent State University in 1970. She was going to school there wow. at Kent State in Ohio when those four students were gunned down. God. Yes, she was. She left for England in 1973. So there, take that. that that's an amazing piece of trivia. Thank you. Uh, the next album is, um, I wasn't, I wasn't. Break Up the Concrete. Yeah, Break Up the Concrete. And this was an album, I remember, she released a song a week on the internet, and then at the end of the cycle, the the album came out. I love that. Don't you love that when people, artists, are coming up with new ways to put out information? And that's beautiful. But what's weird about this album is Martin, she breaks up the band. Yeah. But Martin's still in the tour. He's still in the band, but he doesn't play on the album. And I... That's what, if I ever got to interview her, that's one of the things I would ask her. I'd, I'd say, how do you make that phone call? How do yeah. you call Martin and say, I'm making a new album. You're still in the band. Forget about but it. You're not, but you're not going to be on the album. Jim Keltner plays drums on this album. I, I have no idea what, how that would happen. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, I'll tell you, I got to tell you, one of the reasons why I love Rock Solid is because it does make me look at lyrics more closely mm-hmm. when I look at songs. And I think about the songs and I pull up the lyrics. And the song I wanted to talk about is called The Nothing Maker. It's a great song. Heavy, heavy guitars, which I adore. California country, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I know it's not, but in my opinion, I take it that way. And this is, uh, yeah, The Nothing Maker. Doesn't make shoes Or design a new shirt Or take photographs But no one gets hurt And he doesn't look trendy Like guys in magazines You won't see him at parties He's not the face behind the scenes He makes nothing He's a nothing maker 
He's the maker of nothing. The maker of nothing. <laughs> the the nothing maker. Yep. And sometimes that's nice, you know? Sometimes yeah. it'd be nice to get involved with somebody who doesn't have, like, another gig ready to roll or something else planned. I just, I just you know, work at the Trader Joe's. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, just yeah. be satisfied. I teach English. That's what I do. Like yeah, that. And just be teacher. done. And just stop, it's you cool. know? Nobody does that anymore. At no. least not out here. Everybody's nope. everybody's got four or five things happening, which is which is good in itself, of course. But I like the idea of the nothing maker. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Love that. Uh, I like the song that kicks off the album. I just have always loved "Boots of Chinese Plastic." <laughs> Illusion fills my head like an empty can I spent a million lifetimes loving the same man Whoa, every drop Dab run through the vein Always make its way back to the heart again And by the way, you look fantastic In your boots of Chinese plastic (laughs) So good Got another one of the boys just showed up Another Mike, one of the boys, Michael Siegel, Mike is here. Siegel from the Travel Town podcast, Travel Tales. Tales, Travel Tales. Oh wow! I he travels guess. from town to town. He travels from town to town. He takes trains, planes, and automobiles. Yep. He shoots all over yep. the world. One minute he's under a waterfall. Next thing you know, he's here in Ventura Boulevard. You don't know. No, you don't know where he's going to show up. Where he's going to show up. Well, you can wait. <laughs> Settle down. I think he's single. Yeah, this guy's single. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Uh, Don't be the adulteress, Murray. Yeah, Murray. (laughs) Uh, What's your next song? Guys, we only have a couple more songs. Yeah, this is the last song, uh, the last album, the 10th studio album from The Pretenders called Alone. You you have another one from Break Up the Concrete, or do you want to move on to Alone? You know what? I don't. I'm so sorry. I actually don't have another one from Break Up the Concrete. I see you didn't have to. I only have one. All right. We'll move on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, we're moving on to uh, Alone. Alone. And uh, this is the first Pretenders album I don't like. Oh, wow. Interesting. Because I'm not a Black Keys fan. Yeah, and produced by Dan Auerbach. And I feel that yeah. he, this feels like a Black Keys album that Chrissy is singing lead on. I feel like she gave herself over to him or gave him too much creative control on this. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, when it came out, I was ready to embrace it as I do all Chrissy Hine music, but I could really only get behind about four of the songs. Okay. But listen, she actually is quoted as saying with Dan, really the whole point of a producer is that they're supposed to bring something out of the artist and get it on tape. She says in the first day we were in the studio, I didn't know any of the guys I was working with, but they must've been talking about what they did over the weekend with their wives and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I say, Oh, well, you know, I went to the cinema alone. I live alone. I go to gigs alone. I do all that shit on my own. In passing, she says this. And then Dan is the one that pointed at her and he goes, then you should write a song about that. And that that became the title of the album, Alone. You know, she just wants to be alone. So she hadn't had the foresight to write that on her own. But with the help of a producer like Dan, I mean, I understand that you didn't like it. But I'm just saying, like, so he pulled that out of her. Like, oh, interesting. Well, this is one of the songs I like. Oh, good. Oh, good. Here we go. Alone. Nobody tells me I can't. Oh, I love that, right? Yeah. Nobody tells me I shan't. I shan't. No one to say, you're doing it wrong. I'm at my best and where I belong. Alone. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. Yeah, 
I do like that song. Yeah, because there's a beautiful melody, you know, nobody tells you I can't or whatever. And then and then and then it goes into that piano and mm-hmm. it's very it changes tempos. It's cool. Uh, yeah, I do like that song. That's one, like I said, that's one of the the four I like. And uh, this is another one. This is called "Let's Get Lost." I pull this um I pull this album out frequently to give it another try and it just never gels with me. It just never Well, keep that one. Yeah, That's keep a that keeper. one. That's a keeper. And the other one I wanted to talk about, I think you actually already touched on it, the man you are. Didn't we talk about no, that? No, we talked about if there was a man. Oh, okay. This is the man you are. Simple guitar lines, sweet, melodic. Uh, talks about what she doesn't expect. So I don't expect this, I don't expect this. I just expect you to be the man you are. Perfect. I don't expect flowers. I don't expect rings. I don't expect See, that's one of the ones that I didn't think I liked. Aww. But now after you playing it, I'm going to have to pull this album out again this week and listen to it it's again. It's so pretty. And then there's some little bells going on in mm-hmm. the background. And then I love her, uh-uh-uh. You know, I love she just throws that in. You yeah. know what I mean? That's Chrissy Hind. Yeah. I don't know how it was written on the page, but then she puts that in there. And then it just makes it that much more of an edge. Yeah. It's lovely. Now, this track is an oddball track, but I love it. I think it was the first one that was released on the CD, it's actually at the end, it's listed as a bonus track. This is Holy Commotion. That's a Black Keys thing right there, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. I'm not, thrilled. I'm not thrilled with that song. That's okay. I understand. But it's a little more pretenderous, pretenders-ish than... Pretenders-ish. Than The Man You Are, which is more Chrissy Hine. I yes. mean, I'm just saying. So there's the, you've got the dichotomy of her sounding like her solo right. self and then her sounding like back to the roots. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave the show with, with, with oh my. a big one. We're going to leave... After we do a little promoting, we will play out with... I'm not even going to say it. Everyone will know it, but... yeah. Uh, tell us about Christine, where you are, where we can find you, what you're doing. You know, I don't want to bother anybody with too much pesky detail. 
But if you go to christineblackburn.com, that kind of can put you into the different directions. Okay. And so I have two podcasts that I still have going on, Storyworthy, almost nine years now, nine years in July. Who has been, who has been on the Storyworthy podcast? They looked over like they just woke up. Mike Siegel <laughs> and Marie Valoriano. Both these guys have been on the Storyworthy podcast nine years coming up. And then I started a new show called Screwed Up Stories with comedian Rachel O'Brien. Okay. And that's the one I really want people to check out. Screwed Up Stories with, we're with uh, Westwood One Podcast. And we have about 25 shows in the can. And wow. we've done all females so far. So the idea is it's different generations of women coming together and talking about their own screwed up stories. And surprise, surprise, at the end of the day, we all have a lot of stories in common <laughs> as women. But guess what? Westwood One makes a call and they say, hey, you folks ought to, ought to uh, be interviewing the other gender. Oh, well, guys so don't have any screwed, coming, we don't have any screwed up stories. Well, you know, now we're doing guys. What, what can I say? Right. I was just trying to do women, and now I'm going to do guys, That too. should be your slogan. Now, that, we do, now we do guys. That's right. That's my next album. It's coming out shortly. <laughs> You'll see. And uh, then I'm touring with my, my solo show, uh, Surviving the Ride. So that's good. I'm going to be in Pittsburgh the end of April, and I look forward to that because it's my hometown. And um, I'm really proud of that show. And on Twitter, we can find you where? At Storyworthy. Everything's at Storyworthy. I keep it simple. That's good. Brand yourself. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Christine, thank you again for being here. I and, love you uh, so much, really. Thank oh, you. Look at that. It's like my favorite thing to I'm do. I'm going to isolate I'm that. I'm not kidding. You well, should. we'll do it again. And I want um, to. thank you for uh, thank bringing, you. Uh, wearing your heart on your sleeve as always. Uh, people love it. And we're going to play out with Precious. Thank you, Christine. Make me born. Make me born.